Hey, Gloucester. Welcome back to Fishtown Local on this very chilly, very windy week at the end of October. And I've got a very special person today as my guest, Miss Margie Green, physical therapist extraordinaire. Welcome, Margie. How are you? Good. I'm, I'm very well, Gordon. But actually, I'm not a physical therapist, although I do things with the physical body, but I'm a massage therapist. Okay neuromuscular therapist and I you know teach my classes as well. Well I only called you that because I'm a PT just so you just yes, for the record. <laughs> but I figured I see you always as treating people to cure them of bodily things. So that's yes. that's why I said that. But yeah. but that's um, my goal. <laughs> that is more than your goal, your achievement. <laughs> um, now are you from Gloucester? Where are you from? No, from Mansfield and Rockport, and uh, excuse me, Mansfield and Foxborough. Oh, wow, so, way yeah, west there. Started oh. there. My grandfather lived in Gloucester, so we moved, we visited here and then moved here. Ah, that is how you got here, I say. Yes. And when did you move here? Um, let's see, it was, I was 12 years old, so I don't know if I should, we won't yeah. do the math. No, that's okay. We won't. <laughs> you don't have to say what the year is, yeah. <laughs> Um, well, let's just say you're over 39, as Jack yeah, Benny would say, yes, as I, I am. am, but you're way younger <laughs> than me, so get no excuse. Huh. Oh, that's great. And then did the whole family move with your parents, too? Oh, yeah. Because yep. we all moved. Your dad's still here, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And My mom left us this yeah. past January. And did they live in Gloucester or Rockport? They, we started out in Rockport, and then they went on a, what do they call that, a walkabout. Oh. They, at, after a while, they... You know, we kids had grown up and so forth. They took their own uh, journey and vacation out west and oh. lived in Santa Fe and Oregon and Colorado. And left you guys back here. You didn't yeah, all go we on were, that. We right. were you flying were on our own. Yeah. So instead of the, the kids flying the coop, flying the nest, the parents, the parents that's did. True. That's like true, that. Gordon. I wonder what yep. bird species do that. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Now, um... Your sisters, so they started out in Gloucester. You have a sister, Susan, who's yes. from New York, right? Yes, lives in Manhattan. Always, uh, she probably always will now. Uh -huh, she loves yeah, Manhattan. Yeah, yep. that's where I grew up. So, uh, and then your sister, Sarah, who is yes. spread between basically L.A., Austin, and Gloucester. Yes. Recently married. Filmmaker. Yeah, yep. filmmaker. Married. Yes. Now a homemaker. Wonderful man. <laughs> Actually, she's married <laughs> to a homemaker. <laughs> Well, her husband's a teacher at Endicott, too, now, right? A professor, I guess Yes, that yes. That's great. Now, how did you get started in um, massage therapy? That's a good question. I, um, I was getting treatment myself from a chiropractor and realized that I needed more than that. I needed hands-on work. Mm -hmm. And so I actually met a man that I apprenticed with. He was a Buddhist. Oh, and learn to feel into the human body on many levels yeah. with about six other people for a year before I went to massage school proper. Yeah. Did you never fail like being a chiropractor? You said, no, I want more. I want more long-term. I'm more of a touchy-feely person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, chiropractors kind of adjust you. And yes, then you come in next the bone time and, people, yeah. which is great. Everybody yeah. has their calling. Yeah. Well, you have mm -hmm. a very interesting mixture of disciplines uh, because of, uh, you know, your, your poking as well as <laughs> gentle your massaging. Poking. Yes. Gentle poking. <laughs> no, but those were very therapeutic, stretching out that, what's that? I always forget the name of the under skin. 
Oh, the fascia? The fascia, yeah. yeah. It's uh, all one unit, actually. Yeah. The fascia and the muscles are pretty yeah. much interblended. But it sort of made a difference for me when you, because she treated me, and uh, I had In a, a nice way. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and uh, so, but I remember being sort of surprised by, what? There's what? And uh, But then, as you did that, as you always say, you have to lengthen to relax. And that was a way to do that, and uh, as well as other lengthening. Yes. Um, in fact, I have some classes I teach to empower people to do this themselves, and it's called Relax and Lengthen. Okay. So right. that was actually coined, a term coined from a lecture that my one of my teachers, David oh, Lynn, yeah. taught. And I really, that caught my ear, and I thought, huh. Was David Lynn the gentleman from California? Uh, from met? Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, the gentleman who actually adjusted me, too. Yes. Down by a yes. rocky neck. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so but, interesting. Yeah. But this knowledge is also coming to the fore with other people. Esther Gokul, who mm -hmm. um, has the Gokli method yep. of reposturing for you know to reduce pain. I studied with and besides David Lynn and uh, the Miracle Ball lady, the Miracle Balls that are sold, oh, sold at the Cotton right. Crow. So they're all. The aim is to relax and lengthen to come back to our original posture. We all had as children, mm -hmm. as babies. Now, these days, youngsters are texting. So they're going to the, in the same direction, direction, the scrunch in the front, yep. what I call the scrunch in the front, that we adults are much more rapidly. So My whole life has been that. Where I, I noticed it the other <clears> day, not, not too short ago, a long time ago, like about six months, I went, wow, I'm spending my whole morning sitting there all bent over. I was doing a crossword. And I looked yeah. over and I went, oh my God. And I realized, oh, it's all about getting parallel and uh, perpendicular to the ground and getting you in a straight line. And having your bones stacked so that they carry your weight rather than your That's poor right. overworked muscles yeah. trying to consistently, persistently try to make you, bring you upright. So mm -hmm. I subscribe to upright with ease. Yes, because people don't know how to stand up straight. Rather than you upright think, with tension. Yes, you think you have to arch your back and stand right. like a, a soldier. But yeah. it really, what I realized from, I read Esther Cockley's book, uh -huh. and I, I, I didn't study the exercises as much as I should have. What got me was the picture in the front Her pictures of the are great. statue from an Egyptian guard. <laughs> and it's a, made out of plaster, and it's from the back, and you see that line, that perfect line with the shoulders back. And then he's got his pelvis tucked forward, and he's got his head completely straight. Now, the Actually, pelvis I'm not dealing with. Yeah, I'm saying, pelvis is not tucked under, which is a huge, huge difference. Yeah, I, like. I said forward. You know, okay. like this. Oh, yeah, yeah down yeah, in front. Yeah, exactly. Yep, that's right. Yep. And uh, yeah, like when you're in the movies, hey, down in front. Um, <laughs> but um, I was, when I looked at her pictures, and then she showed, here's modern people. And then she said, here's ancient people. And you realize we have spent millennia slouching. Although she says it really started in the 20s and 30s with the, all the models and all the movie stars and everybody slouch, slouch, slouch. It was yes. all about... And hips forward. Yeah, exactly. You lean back and or put that, hips forward. Yeah, and you look in a, the New York Times magazine in fashion, everybody's always cocked out of line. Yeah, Nobody's ever standing up straight. Even though mm. it makes you look 20 times better. It does. It makes you, you know, look thinner. You feel yeah, better yeah, mentally, physically. All of our male and female, our chests project. You look back. You look younger. Yeah. You feel better. And your bones, again, are carrying your weight rather than your poor muscles having to pull exactly. you back into alignment. Well, it makes all the difference. I concentrate more than anything now on 
just shoulders back, without arching my back, without trying too hard, because Esther Buckley's book says, don't sway the back. The people that try to do right. that... Overdo it. Yes. That yes, causes end, more tension in it back. It does. And I That's thought, why this whole thing I'm developing now, this series of um, reposturing, is called Upright with Ease, mm -hmm. Sleeping with Ease, Walking with Ease, mm -hmm. Standing, Bending Over with Ease, mm -hmm. um, is... It's the huge differences with relaxation and awareness. Those two are the umbrella over all the other techniques. You, you could do them mechanically, yeah. or you could do them with both relaxation yeah. and awareness, so you don't overdo. Well, it's nice, the exercises and the book and the knowledge and walking around, but doing the classes allows you to stretch your body, as you say, lengthen and relax, or relax and lengthen, and, um, and then allows you to sort of live in your life, what you've read in the book, That's you don't have the to idea. try so hard. That is the idea, Gordon. And I'm going to be teaching some, um, not only these ongoing classes, which I teach for a week, uh, at the Community Wellness Center, by the way, on On East the way Ave, to Rockport, yeah, right near past Common Crow. Pause and play, right, right. Yeah, and pause and play, one yeah, of my right. other favorite yeah. places. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm going to be teaching some workshops so people can chunk it down, sort of like Esther does, where you learn just to bend mm -hmm. over properly, mm, yes. how to rebalance and yeah. reposition your body, yeah. how to even sleep. Well, so I noticed you when you would bend over and pick something up. I would always know, I said, how does she do that? Where you <laughs> keep your body somewhat erect and straight. And then I tried to imitate you for the longest time. And I've actually gotten successful at it by just rotating my shoulders back, and then bend, then reach. Yes. And your back yeah. will stay, that beautiful straight thing, your head will be. Yes, it doesn't you know. change it change its shape. It should have that natural S-curve, mm -hmm. not be, I always say, beware of the C. Yes. When you go into a C, your oh. head is heavy. That's a heavy oh. thing, and it's hanging for each inch forward. That's right. Ten more pounds That's it's exactly added right. to the work in your and back. And then that, where people sit around all day, and yet they're exhausted. Yes, and, and you don't know that. Why. And children, you know, children texting again, you know, uh, it's incredible. All of us. And keyboard. When they're at the keyboard, like the old guys, not with mobile phone, but that is also a slump thing. Yes. When you're at the, at the We need monitors up computer. in front of us. Yeah. And, and some of it comes back to the chairs we use. Definitely, Gordon. Yes, the ones that are comfortable are not necessarily good for you. <laughs> the comfort ones tend yeah. to scrunch us in front yeah. again. And so we need to fi find a chair. And if you can't find a chair that does this, you need to add a wedge yes. uh, so that your hips are higher than your knees. That's there right. should be a slope. You should be able to roll a marble down. You actually, you my point was going to be that from Esther's book, that thing of putting the wedge right behind your butt. You sit down as if you're sitting on the toilet seat. You put your butt on <laughs> the wedge. That's a good way to remember it. Well, that's what she says. <laughs> like you sort of stick it out like you yeah. do on a, as you're sitting. And then, but I don't even have a real wedge. Mine is just a, a sausage pillow. Yeah. And yet... It forces me by just propping that back part of my butt up. I am forced to sit up straight. And wow, do I feel good. In the theater, you can fold up your uh, yeah. sweater or, or your, your jacket. Coat. Yeah, yep. exactly. Because uh, that's my problem, doing anything for a long time, standing around. And then bring your weight back. I yeah. would say lean back, lean back, and yeah. guess what? Lean back with your upper body mm -hmm. because we tend to creep That's forward right. and the more forward you are, again, your head gets heavier mm -hmm. by 10 pounds for every inch forward and your back muscles, neck, shoulder, everything yeah. suffer. They're and, trying to hold you back. And walking too. I, I find that Same sometimes thing. when I start walking, yes, I revert to my old slouch. And so then, no, you have to go back, put the shoulders back, stop, stop, 
reset the shoulders, don't arch your back, and then just walk. Yeah. And, of course, Esther has her glide walk. Um, and I've got a little saying called, lead with your heart and leave your head behind. Oh, that's nice. So that it's yeah. not an over, you know, overreaching, but it is uh, with tension in your back, but it's just a gentle, you know, heart leading the way, but leave your head behind. Like I didn't Well, unfortunately, breathe. people say that to me. Gordon, that should be your <laughs> motto, because whenever you start talking, it feels like you <laughs> left your head behind. <laughs> And then the other guy said, no, I think it's more he's got his head up his behind. But that's oh, another dear. subject completely. Can you say yeah. this on radio? Yeah. It's, I don't know. Well, yeah. I'm not sure. Oh, yes. Uh, these are, remember, there's only seven words that you can't say. And that's uh, and you can say them on this. <laughs> I didn't. I don't have a, anything that says those. We're not so. broadcast, so you can okay. say all these words. Okay. Like, uh, like the S word, shape. <laughs> like the F word, uh, okay, uh, I fidget. Get I think I got you. Uh, <laughs> I think I got you. Well, that's so interesting. Well, now, so you have the four classes, and then will you add these two sessions every week or just specialty? They'll be special. I'm yeah. developing a method that I call the open method because yeah. this is about opening your body, opening your mind to something new. But it's really, and I use something called open breathing so mm -hmm. that you actually bring your breath and like a balloon, like you're blowing up a balloon mm -hmm. into the areas that have been habitually, chronically tense and tight. This is not just mechanical. Mm -hmm. This is our brain and our emotions. These are hold, what I call holding patterns. Yeah. So the invitation to open. So totally. therefore, the open method. So I'll yeah. be, you know, it's it's all these different pieces, the yeah. reposturing, the putting some, sometimes you need to put some gentle pressure into the muscle itself because it needs more help than just stretching that's right and we can do that ourselves or you can have yeah. people help you but again over all of this is the relaxation and awareness without that it's just a yeah. mechanical another method with well i like that you sort of collect the best out of a lot of these because i know you don't agree with esther on everything esther not Gopal. everything but she but she's the foundation a lot. But yeah. yeah yeah her pictures are great she did oh. give me permission to use her yeah. Pictures. Well, the one of her husband when he was in his 20s, That's a great slouching one. like the big letter S. And then later on in the book, C. you realize... That's the C. Yes, but he also slouches down low so that he's really like leaning in that one picture you once sent yeah. out on the internet. And you showed, I mean, it was right before the one where you had the guy walking on the beach. And you said, oh, what yes. is this guy doing <laughs> wrong? And then there was his picture in the next email. And then, then later on in the book, I said, hey, that's your husband. And then they show her husband today. Upright with ease. Uh, with ease, because he's, he's not. Uh, uh, yeah, he's not in uh, at attention. Yeah, he's, his bones uh, are stacked. Yeah. You know, some of these concepts, I really think Esther's done a great job with. David Lynn, my other teacher, really That's opened me up. That's the guy who I met, I think. Initially, yeah. yes, yeah. he he opened me up, and it really was a game changer for me completely. Um, in my both for myself and my clients, and then later my students. I yeah. started my classes after I learned about. What I'd call what I call positional muscle shortening. When you put your body in a certain position over time, mm -hmm. your body adapts. The length of the muscles actually change. Yes, they knit together and they and stay that's not knit a good together. Thing. They should when they knit together and they contract fine, yeah. but they should go back to their original that's right. length. Yeah, that's right. Because when we they can do help that. do that, I find myself doing it. That the other day, even after studying Esther's book, I realized I was trying to stand up straight and I was so sort of, uh, not uptight, uh, but I just was tense. And I realized, look, my shoulders are rolled forward. It's just so much more relaxing to just roll them back. And that, and without tensing, and that's the beginning to realizing you roll them back and then you it's leave true, them and, there. And everybody has a little, a different thing that they say to themselves. I think the shoulder roll is a really excellent yeah. one. To um, start, you know. Leaning and then... back, but also that whole idea of the abdominal, um, 
and hip flexor <coughs> muscles shortening up. <laughs> that was a really soft one. Um, the front of your torso muscles uh, get pulled down. Your whole rib cage gets pulled down and in, yes. bringing your head forward. Yeah. Um, because of shortening in the front. Because again, we do that not only sitting, but also sleeping. We go into our evening scrunched up in front. Yes. Even in the night, your muscles oh, yeah. will knit together. Oh, and when you sit so on a couch, a better you know, way when to you sit on a couch sleep. and you think, okay, I'm sitting here, I'm watching TV or whatever. What do you do? You go into the letter C. Well, you don't have to. You don't. No, you, don't, you, have don't. To. you don't have to. <laughs> I, I actually put a wedge on my couch. It was my parents' couch I had redone. Nice. And it's low to the ground, and it's also um, long, kind of too long. Yeah. So I have to put pillows. I put pillows behind me. I've learned to do this and put a wedge when I'm watching things like Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, I do disagree with Len when he says... Uh, get that butt under you because I say get that butt out. Out. Out, yeah. out, out. Well, it's funny. Like when you first started working with me, I remember I was not aware of the pelvis. And so I'd walk around all day trying to get my pelvis the right way. Well, trying to look like you. Now, I don't even think about that. And I, my pelvis is really not a problem. I'm going to a chiropractor, Liz Bish, a big fan yeah, of yours. I love and Liz. she said, oh, you have, you don't have a pelvis I issue. But she's big on the same with you, uh, lengthen and relax, and uh, the standing up straight. I mean, I had knots and not knots, but a sort of cluster in my back where it clearly was from me slouching too much. Yeah, you know, and yep. I was. Yeah. This is something we can all do something about. I, I really think so. Well, sometimes, and different images will work for different sometimes people. major modern medicine gets in the way. I had my hip replaced yeah. in two thousand four, oh, yeah. so then I went fourteen years where one leg shorter than the other. And as she said, Elizabeth says, you are getting back in whack, but you've been out of whack for over 10 years because one leg shorter. So she said, I noticed that when you stand up straight, one side is higher than the other. So then I got the hip replaced this year. That's and great. And now I'm the same. You lead. feel much better. <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. And it's easier That's to stand up. But sometimes be... people just are stuck with that. You're just stuck with, oh, I didn't. most people just do one hip. They yes, back for and sometimes people do need a lift in their leg. It's yeah. it's rare, but people can have an anatomical difference. Yeah, or your muscles have shortened in such a way yeah. to adapt, and it's kind of far down the line. I got so I was always slouching and leaning to take the pressure off. The worse you get, the worse you make yourself. Because then I'd lean on the kitchen counter and sort of do that thing that kids do or models from the twenties did. You know, where you hey, yeah. you're like you're at the fence post at the corral and you're leaning or like leaning on the bar. I was terrible. Because all it did was further exacerbate the non-straightness and but the non-relaxedness. We you know? don't realize these things unless somebody films no. us or we see a picture of ourselves. Yeah. We're shocked. Like, wow. And when I see my son, who's in his 20s, he's a sloucher. And I try to say, hey, put your shoulders back and all that. Yep. I have a friend, he's in his 60s, and he's taken up, what do you call it? Not Cajun dancing. What's camp dancing? What Zydeco? Whatever. They dance like crazy. It's uh -huh. like those old That's one of them. guys in the 50s movies where they're doing those. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get the name. But oh. the point was he was showing me his moves, and yet he was all bent over. And I said, Richard, mm. piece of advice. Put, just try to put, keep your, hold your neck up because then you'll look more like a professional dancer where, because they were doing these little performances and he would, you know, be all sad. So we're doing it. I said, well, if you keep your shoulders back, which was hard to do dancing, but it wasn't hard. It's not hard to keep your head up. There's an easy way to do this too, if, is to do a shoulder roll. But when you yes. lift your shoulders, 
lengthen your torso because again, our rib cage is pulled down in front from these abdominal muscles. So we need to lengthen those too. So if you do a shoulder roll, you're actually lifting, by lifting your shoulders, you're lifting your rib cage and re-lengthening yes. these muscles. Bring your yes. shoulders back. Yeah. Bring your weight back towards your heels or your yes. back of your Esther chair. Esther likes to roll them backwards, not forwards. Yes. She almost always says, always Roll do backwards. Back. And she likes yeah. to do one at a time. Yeah. I'm fine yeah. with two. Two? Yeah, that yeah. Liz does too. So your arm is more along the seam of yeah. your um, pants rather than in front. You and Liz both are very, mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to say big on, but you're, um, oh God, not the lats. What's the ones on the back that you have, you know, the... Uh, hamstrings? Yes, hamstrings. Yeah. And that, for me, she said, oh, your hammies are just so tight. You got to do that every morning. And then... Uh, and yeah. do you know why they shorten they shorten up? Do you know on their own, right? No well, it's the same law. Well, it's called Davis's law, but it's when you put muscles in a shortened position. So you have to know a little bit about anatomy. Oh. They hitch below the knee yeah. and up on the pelvis, the sits bone. So anytime your knees are bent, anytime you are shortening your hamstring muscles. And then when oh, you go to stand, yeah. they will pull your pelvis opposite right. how it should be. Yeah. And it okay. actually compresses your discs. Yeah. yeah. Can you do that? Well, it's so funny. I, I, the pelvis thing was the first thing that we worked on. And it, once you get that, it's actually yeah. pretty easy to stand up yeah. straight, you know. Well, that's although, great that you've got Although I will sense. say, the starting point for me when I, so the light bulb came on was rolling the shoulders back. Because I was trying to keep the <clears throat> the head up. But you can't walk all around all day but trying to keep your head up. Because you're always yeah. bending down. You're putting this down. And your head goes like that. But when mm -hmm. your shoulders go back, you can't. Put your head forward. Well, I mean, you can, but you can't do that for two <laughs> hours and slouch. It's true. As long as you keep them relaxed and rolled back, that's the whole key. To, it's your head, easy your to head stand up straight. rests on your shoulders. So yeah. If your shoulders are forward, your head has to spill forward. Say, more weight down. Yeah. heading forward. Like yeah. And the whole body. You're going to have weight in your shoulders, too, from going forward. So uh, to me, that's the key. And, 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 and when I realized, no, I wasn't tensing mm. them to roll them back, I was relaxing them because I yeah. realized, oh, my God, you're so tense. <clears throat> so, yeah. so whatever. It, it doesn't have to be a chore. Yeah. It can be fun and interesting, and, and you can put little images up. I love images. Those remind me. Yeah. Well, I will not say where you live, um, but you live in one of the greatest apartments in Gloucester, and she she looks out on Smith Cove. You have just a little bit of the best of everything, and um, although I don't like that big house that's just been built on the bluff behind you, but you don't really see it. You know, it's uh, no. I love living in Gloucester. <clears throat> I love every bit about it. I love the quarries. Yeah. I love the ocean. I. And you haven't mentioned bananas, but I'd love to oh, put a little plug right. in for bananas you who I've been with. You were a decades uh, banana rat. <clears throat> yeah. A lead banana rat. Richard has helped all of us have a lot more fun on Cape yeah. Ann with oh, his yeah. banana shows, which, by the way, benefit the City Hall it, often oh, or some oh. wellspring or something, you know. Another. Well, you so impressed me from the bananas thing was always lip syncing. <laughs> and as a singer, okay, I mean, someone like Linda Amaro is just an amazing lip syncer because she so exaggerates her lips. But almost everybody else in the group didn't. And I was always a little eh about lip syncing. Then you start singing. Because I remember you sang a Marilyn. You did uh, Diamonds Are a Girl's Test Track. Yes, and first you lipped it the first couple of times. That was okay. But then you sang it. Yes, Linda City actually Hall, encouraged me to... Yeah. To do that, yeah, and that was a bit nerve-wracking. <laughs> well, how about when we but, did the benefit for the uh, Rider Center and we sang uh, Three yes. Ladies, which is really a scandalous is, but great song. Yeah, that was where it's very me fun. And two women, scantily clad women, I might add. <laughs> and uh, you had said, "We're well, we're lipping, aren't we?" I said, "No, we're singing." And you were like, "Uh oh!" And you were great. 
And she was great too. I can't remember. That who was the other Vincent was. Farini's. Um, wasn't that his seventy fifth, or it would have been his one hundredth birthday. birthday? And that was Tom yeah. Pierce's um, significant other. Do oh yes, uh, that's Kath- right. Yeah, yeah. Kathleen. Kathleen. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, we had a lot of fun. Sorry, she wasn't as good as you, but because uh, you. Oh my goodness! Well, you have that pizzazz, and you have. An well, you're fun, Gordon. You helped us yes, to relax and just have fun. Well, with I got it. to give the you... dancing was really well, fun. and in the video, in the movie, what's his name? The old the guy who's so famous. He got to like do a little spank on each of the butts that were being offered by us. I was like, <clears> talk <throat> about energizing! <laughs> it was like, and the only place I could do it was on stage in front of two hundred people. <laughs> that was great. But yeah, the shows. It brought a lot of um, fun yeah. to Cape well, Ann and, and funneled some money in some Oh, and I think of the people directions. that have gone through the Bananas Review, too. Just a classic uh, list of classic Gloucester people. <laughs> my, my saddest one is my first dentist in Gloucester, Dr. Squires. Mm. And I remember that one where you did, it was, I don't think it was called Finnerty's. It was called The Outrigger then, before it was oh, the, yes. uh, what was that place called now? Um, Oh, the Madfish? Yeah, the Madfish. Yeah. And I remember watching the show began by you all rowing in, in boats. That's right. And the men were wearing tuxes, and you were all standing in the boats being rowed towards... As we should be. Outrigger. I think it was... um, Oh, what was his name? Vinny Olivio. Yes. And he ran the place, and it was really wild in those days. It was I mean, fun. You're it right. was wild. Like, then it got a little more under control afterwards. But when you guys all rode in, and Dr. Squires was in the last six I months of his life, him. but we didn't know. And he was... Uh, he, he was, was always Santa Claus at the yes. Bananas Christmas show in store. And he was a joke-telling dentist. He collected jokes. <laughs> and I remember going to him. And I actually had a dentist, a Gloucester dentist named Dr. Watson. And Dr. Watson never believed in dental floss. And when I moved back from Colorado, I went to Dr. Squires because Dr. Watson had retired. And Dr. Squires looked at me and said, you don't have 10 minutes to get up to this dental surgeon in Beverly. Um, wow. Yeah. And uh, Perio North, or whatever it was called, and uh, Dr. Dobin. I got there, and Dobin literally started operating on me almost. So, you, usually you check the guy. He said, Oh my God, you don't have five minutes. He said, And they, they, my gums had all receded from never. He said, You ever heard of dental floss? I said, My dentist said, You don't have to. He goes, Let me guess, Dr. Watson, right? I said, Yes. <laughs> and, uh, and then a whole bunch of where they trans. They take the palate top, roof of your mouth, they take skin off, and then stitch it into your gums. It was like the most horrifying thing you could ever do. But anyway, uh, so Dr. Squires is the one who sort of saved me. But he told me four jokes before he did. That's and, uh, nice. Yeah, my kids loved him. There's though. a dentist in uh, Magnolia who tells a lot of good jokes that my father goes to. In fact, I just took him there yesterday, named Rob Lipkowitz. Oh. Now, I also yeah. love Sophie Martz, the oh, dentist so in, that's in um, Manchester. I, my kids go to her. Yeah. But I, the joke telling, yeah. uh, Rob definitely yeah. has it. I'm a fan <laughs> of Sophie. She's great. Because she did all my kids, who had one of which had sort of dental anxiety, and then she... Uh, we've got about two minutes left. So when we start talking, sure. When we start talking dental stuff, you know it's time to say, <laughs> what pearl of wisdom and intelligence would you like to drip down since I did all the talking? This is by Lewis Carroll. Oh. One can't believe impossible things, Alice said. I dare say you haven't had much practice, said the queen. When I was your age, I always did it for half an hour a day. Why, sometimes I have believed as many as six impossible things 
before breakfast. Oh, I love that. So I want to tell everyone that they you can help your body, you can help yourself, don't despair, and I'd be more than happy to help you. And those impossible things turn into possible things. That's right. But I love that. Then you should shift your focus to what is now possible, move up the next step. Yes. And make them impossible. Yes. Well, that is fabulous. Well, you are part of a very colorful cast of Gloucester individuals that we have. I call diamonds in the rough. (laughs) We're not like other communities, and you are one of the examples of that. So, Marty thank Green. Thank you. Thank you, Gordon. We thank you very so much. We so have enjoyed I want to thank my engineer, Rebecca Toba. She sewed together that they named a month after her. <laughs> That's yes. funny. So, I'm your host, Gordon Bad. Please feel free to come back and join us next time on Fishtown Local. See you next week. All right, everybody dance. Come on, Becky. Come on. Hey. Oh. Hey. Just go.